Joining us in the studio uh, to catch us up with what's happening at Collingwood Council is current Deputy Mayor, Mayor-elect Brian Saunderson. Brian, welcome to the studio. Thank you, John. Good to see you, and good morning, Melanie. Good morning. Uh, you must be walking uh, a little bit taller than uh, than you might have been. A, a landslide, well, maybe not landslide, but a, a decisive victory in the mayoral race. Yes. Uh, well, certainly it's nice to have the stress of the election off my shoulders, and uh, it was a great result uh, all around, really. I think uh, the uh, people of Collingwood have elected a great new council, and we're all looking forward to uh, to getting down to work. I do have to say, uh, uh, you know, I thought it was a really well-run campaign. Uh, certainly all of the candidate debates that I got to host, and there were many, uh, you guys all stood up, uh, um, John Trude, uh, um uh, everybody, Michael Blair, yeah. Michael Blair yeah. everyone did a great job of representing their viewpoint, and uh, and I thought I, I really enjoyed the camaraderie between the three of you. It, you know, even when the cameras weren't on, the lights weren't on you. Uh, you guys were, uh, you know, it's the kind of people I want to see running my town. Well, it was, and uh, uh, those those things are stressful. It was a lot of fun, and uh, and I think you know when you look at the the number of candidates we had for all levels. Uh, I think it was 24 or 25 in all. Uh, that's just a great sign that uh, there's engagement. And uh, for all the candidates to put your name in the hat, that's uh, a big commitment. And uh, and there's always the risk you're not going to be successful. Uh, but uh, for everyone that put their hat forward, I think they made our community stronger. And uh, and the dialogue and the debate and the discussion during the election makes us a better place. So Absolutely. I think it was uh, it was really a great uh, election. There were some issues with this election, at least that I could see. One is, uh, you mentioned it, 24 candidates. It got, uh, I think, it certainly was overwhelming for me, I imagine, for most people looking at that ballot. For a voter being informed. Yeah. Do you see this as a sign of maybe we need to go to a ward system? Well, looking at, I was doing some reading from past elections, and uh, while we had a, a large number running, this isn't new. We've had large mm-hmm. run, numbers running before. Last so, couple of elections. Yeah, have been very well uh, uh, um, contested. Um, I, I think it's a, it, that's one of the issues for a ward system. But typically, when we look at our neighbors that do have a ward system, um, like uh, Clearview, mm-hmm. they're larger geographically, and so there's localized geographic issues. And Collingwood's not, we're more centralized, um, okay. but certainly with the uh, numbers of candidates, and uh, I mean, it's always it's always healthy, to, I think, to have these discussions and uh, relook at these issues as you move forward, just to make sure you're, you know, you're, you're comfortable where you are. The other issue, of course, was the electronic balloting, our first time in Collingwood for this. Uh, and it didn't go as smooth as we'd hoped. Not to say that anything to do with Collingwood. Uh, it was the same issue in over 50 communities. Uh, what's your feeling now? Are you a little uneasy about uh, about this kind of balloting? Well, I, I certainly think it's something the council will want to have a look at. Our service provider, Dominion uh, Internet Polling, uh, they do 51 or 53 municipalities in Ontario, and uh, the majority of those ended up delaying because they all had a similar problem. Um, my understanding from Dominion is that their uh, their internet provider uh, cut their bandwidth uh, on the last day of the election, which obviously is going to constrict the uh, capacity. But uh, it was not what we envisioned. The whole intention of going to the uh, online voting and telephone voting was to make it easier and more convenient. And uh, a delay like that, uh, I think, raises questions about the integrity of the system. So it's a discussion we're going to have to have around the table. Uh, 
and the other motivation really uh, was making voting more accessible and hopefully to engage more voters. And I think we dropped about 3% in terms of turnout, which uh, relative to other communities in the area, I think was less. So although we didn't pump up our engagement, we lost less than other other uh, municipalities that I've spoken with. So it's something we'll have to look at. And I think once people get over the, the not the fear necessarily, but change, I mean, change is, is hard for many. And they're used to mm-hmm. going in, as we've discussed many times, and actually filling out their ballot, feeling like they're doing their civic duty, where you had that time period, now it's a voting period instead of a voting election day. Yes. Uh, it's just getting people into that different mind frame. So who knows in the future what will happen? Yes, I think it is a comfort level. I think you're right, Melanie. I mean, you'll go back to when we first had debit cards. You know, nobody wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. You're still going to go to the teller because you can count your money and see the face. Mm-hmm. And now we do taps where you don't even put in your code. <laughs> I don't get that. But anyway, uh, so, you know, it's what you're comfortable with. It's the level of trust, the level of experience. And uh, over a third of the municipalities were doing online voting. So, uh, so we'll see how things go in four years. I guess where it could be more complicated is if if uh, we uh, or other municipalities go to something like the uh, ranked ballot, mm-hmm. which would get uh, is more complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, y- there, there's a number of issues in this in the whole voting thing. Uh, Brian, the new council gets sworn <coughs> in, and you guys take over in December. And uh, what what's happening now? How much work is there into into making that switch over? Oh well, there's transition um, issues, and uh, I met with the CAO this past Monday. So we're discussing, um, you know, sort of the orientation, uh, making sure the council's up to speed when we take over uh, in the beginning of December. Um, from the day-to-day operations <coughs> perspective at town hall, um, the uh, CAO and staff have that well in hand. And uh, when we get in in December, uh, well, then will really be the first item on the table. Really, will be the uh, the budget for next year, and uh, and for in my opinion, a refresh or just reaching out and connecting with the public on the uh, community-based strategic plan. Um, and then moving forward, there'll be some larger issues like uh, how we're going to utilize or invest or spend, or what we're going to do with the funds from the EPCOR and airport sale, or Collis and, EPCOR, uh, and airport sale. And, uh, and so there's some bigger issues on the horizon, but uh, things are well in control. Does the judicial inquiry uh, focus into what's going to happen? Obviously, the results of that are going to happen, if not this year, is going to be still with, well within your term. Uh, well, I, I think, would think the hearings are going to start uh, shortly in the new year, mm-hmm. and uh, we would probably get a report by the spring-summer. Uh, and so council will have to, to deal with the, uh, with the recommendations and the outcome, I think. Um, but the inquiry really right now, it's its own entity and it's moving forward. And there was the status hearing this past Monday. And uh, so, and they're getting lots of documents. Uh, I think the update was that they got, they had received over 11,000 documents relating to uh, the first step uh, call a sale and uh, the purchase of the Sprung building. So there's lots of material out there and uh, it's going to be an important inquiry. Uh, speaking of uh, just business to, to deal with, uh, some things that uh, we should mention. You reminded Mel and I, we got this wrong last like, year. Or, yeah, a few <laughs> years ago, yeah. And so we're always puck shy, but it is time change weekend this weekend. <laughs> you guys are absolutely right. This time you have it uh, correct. It's uh, Sunday, November 4th. It's 2 in the morning, but I think it's probably better just to change the clocks first thing in the morning or before you go to bed. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary to get up at 2 (laughs) a.m. Don't set your alarm. (laughs) Uh, Battery collection. This is something new for us, and uh, we've been talking about it for some time, but it's coming real close. Yes, it's uh, this coming uh, week, November 5th to 9th. And I think, uh, John, I think it might be the third or fourth year, but uh, it's a county um, project, and it's part of our uh, waste pickup. 
And uh, it's been very successful. I can't remember the tonnage, but uh, last year there was something like 14 tons of band- wow. uh, uh, batteries picked up, and it's great to keep those out of the landfill. So they'll accept all standard uh, battery types, uh, A, AA, AAA, CD, and 9-volt, and batteries both alkaline and heavy-duty, as well as button batteries for watches and hearing aids. Uh, so you should have received a, a bag in the mail from the county. If you did not, we have them at Town Hall. So please come down and pick one up. This is a great way to keep the batteries out of the landfill, and they recycle them, so they're put to good use. Tonight it's uh, Halloween, of course. What's Halloween look like in the Saunderson household? You know what? It looks very quiet. Uh, my guys are all off at school, yep. and uh, the dog doesn't eat sweets, and uh, I think Susie has bridge clubs, so it's just going to be me. But um, uh, certainly it's important with the, with the cloudiness and the rain, uh, although it's not going to be raining for Halloween, nope. we hope. No. Uh, driving conditions won't be great, and visibility will not be great, so please, everyone, keep an eye out. And uh, for the trick-or-treaters, carry a flashlight or wear something reflective, just so everyone knows where you are. Well, Deputy Mayor Brian Saunderson, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, also our Mayor-elect, Brian Saunderson. I look forward to many more of these chats. That'd be great, John. And I am looking forward to, if I can, one more thing. The uh, nominations for the Order of Collingwood and the Companion of the Order uh, will be received until this Friday at 4.30 p.m. So if uh, people have someone they'd like in the community to be considered for the Order of Collingwood, uh, please get the name in. The, rec- the program recognizes the vital role of volunteers whose contributions strengthen our community-based strategic plan through fostering the community's goals and making Collingwood an enviable place to live, work, and play. And if that sounded very cut, it's because I read it. <laughs> but I couldn't remember it all. But It's uh, a prestigious award. It is. We should take it very is. Seriously. And we, we honor everyone uh, with this award at the um, Mayor's Levy in, in January. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you soon.